turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Are you ready for the word? Praising. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray it's being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee you that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Transformation and Manifestation. The Bible teaches us that God loved us enough to accept us just like we were. We were saved by grace through faith, and that not of ourselves, lest any man should boast. But the same God who loved us enough to accept us and save us just the way we were, also loves us way too much to leave us like we were. He never intended for us to stay the people we were. He's always wanted to cause transformations to happen in our lives. Transformations that'll make us more like the powerful people and the godly people that he originally designed and intended for us to be. God wants all of us who he saved to experience transformation and manifestations in our lives. We should want that too. That is all the transformations and all the manifestations that God wants to happen in and with me and you. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Transformation and Manifestation. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Now the opportunity to live this kind of life is one of the exceeding great and precious promises that God gives us. The opportunity to live this kind of life is one of the exceeding great and precious promises that God gives to us. Exceeding great and precious promise. In fact, it's one of those good and perfect gifts that can only come from above. From the Father of lights, in whom there is no veilableness, nor a shadow of turning. So, so that we can successfully live that kind of life that he wants us to be able to live. Being the kind of people that he always wanted us to be. God gives us the opportunity to be partakers of his divine nature. Partakers of his divine nature. Look at your neighbor and say, that's off the hook. That's off the hook. That's off the hook. That's off the fushizi. Because once you receive it, it'll make it easy to be able to do what God says do. Won't be no struggle. Won't be no strain because he's going to make you partakers of his divine nature. The word partaker here means sharer. Sharer. You'll be a sharer of his divine nature. A sharer of his divine nature. It also translates partners. God's going to make you partners. Woo! Of his divine nature. So once we become sharers of God's divine nature, we'll live this kind of life that God wants us to live naturally. No struggle, no trouble. No strain, no pain. Because you're going to do it now naturally because this is your new nature. It's just your new nature. Before you had a nature that you would go off on people. Give them the look. But you're not going to give them that look no more. 
Because you got a new nature. Not like I know I ought not be giving them this look. I'm not going to give them a look. I'm still going to roll my eyes out a little bit. Like you got to struggle to not do this stuff. God said, no, I'm about to give you a whole new nature. I'm about to give you a whole new nature. Somebody say, give it, Lord. Come on, give it, Lord. Give it, Lord. God want to give you a whole new nature. You know, cats meow because that's their nature. Dogs bark because that's their nature. Frogs leap because that's their nature. Bugs bug you because that's their nature. That's what they do. That's why the little bitty little suckers run into you. Praise God, and they're going to mess with you. Because they, de- they designed to bug you. That's what they do. They bug you. And you will be able to conduct yourself godly by nature. No struggle. I was looking in a phone book the other day. I'm looking for a dog barking class. So, so that we can have a dog learn how to bark. I couldn't find one. You know why? Because you don't have to teach a dog to bark. It barks automatically. I, I was looking for a cat ignoring you class. I couldn't find one. You ever notice they got dog obedience courses, but they have no cat obedience courses. Ask a feline, say life is mine. I'm going to do what I want to. You just keep the catnip coming. You just keep the kibbles and bit, whatever. whatever. Cat food coming, and we good. You mess with that, I'm going to rip up your couch. I'm going to rip up your curtains. I'm going to tear up some stuff. So you just keep it coming. We're going to be all right. Be a nice pet. <laughs> you don't find any cat ignoring you classes. Because they come out knowing how to ignore you. And do what they want to do. They come out like that. And we won't have to give you no how to act right in life classes. It'll be natural. And you'll learn how to do it. That's exciting. I mean, when I first got born again, I mean, when I first got born again, I received the opportunity to be able to go off like I used to. Day one. I remember when I got saved. Most, ex- most exciting day of my life. I got saved. I'm like, I got saved. Hot dog, I'm saved. Hot dog. And so anyway, I went home, wanted to share it with my wife, pre-Christ. Now this, this, well, she was backslidden back then. Praise God, she was already born again. She was, she was backslidden. She was backslidden in a mug to be with a guy like I was, <laughs> just, just to be with a guy like me. She was, so, she was so backslidden, I didn't even know she was saved. I didn't know. I ain't even, I ain't even know. Anyway, praise God. So I went home to let her know, praise God, that I got saved. Praise God. Let her know. We didn't have a very good relationship. We didn't have a good rapport with one another. We really, you know, we really didn't have it, praise God. But I'm, 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 I'm already changed. I'm ready to share things with her, something I wasn't previously willing to do because I live too wrong to be sharing stuff with anybody, praise God. I keep it, you know, you know, you keep your friends close and your enemies close and you just, you don't worry about all that. And then, you, you know, you're safe. So you don't tell nobody nothing then you ain't got to worry about nothing. You don't know nothing, you don't have to worry about nothing, praise God. So I, don't, I didn't share nothing. I didn't answer questions. Praise God. She asked me a question. I, don't answer. I didn't answer. You know. Praise God. Anyway, we had a really bad relationship. But I came home. Glory to God. I still can see it. I can still see it just like it was, just like it was that day. Open up the door to the, to the place where it's living. Praise God. Because the kitchen, when you, the kitchen was straight ahead. It was straight ahead. And I remember she was at the, at the sink washing dishes. Praise God. And I walked through the door and I said, yo, baby, guess what? 
She didn't say nothing. I didn't let that bother me. I said, yo, baby, guess what? I got saved today. Well, she was, you know, before she turned the light back over to the Christ. She said, what the bleep de bleep that got to do with me? <laughs> I'm looking at her. I see her. I mean, because she still got her back there. She said, what the bleep de bleep that got to do with me? Now, that used to be its own. Because she said something. Now, I need to say something. Bleep de bleep this. That's what. And then it, 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 we start going on. You know, like World War II. As I dive in slow motion. And start fall back behind the couch and drop and roll and then she dive back behind the Evie chair come up you know, you know how y'all do with your mouth and it's tan up the couch and stuff like that and then I come up after I put a new clip in that's how I used to go down that's how I used to go down but she said what the bleep do you believe that got to do with me I ain't saying nothing. In fact, she hesitated. I guess she say, because in the hood, when people get quiet, that's when you're in trouble. <laughs> Slowly she turned. Praise <laughs> God. <laughs> What's this fool about to do? You know. <laughs> and I remember I just looked at it. I was tripping out myself that I wasn't angry. That I wasn't messed up. Because the love of God was in me now. And I answered her nicely. I said. You'll see. I can show you. Better than I can tell you. You'll see. You'll see. Did you see baby? Yes Lord Jesus. Because God wants to change your nature. Because I would have went off. Just like that. I would have went in in the war mode. Just like that, I didn't. I'm calm now because God has already started working on me and trying to change me into a person where I don't have to struggle and strain, bite my bottom lip, and keep my, keep my gun in this clip, you know. No, I don't do that. Don't even reach for it like that no more because I'm a different person than I was before. That's what God wants to do with you. Once we become sharers of God's divine nature, we'll live the kind of life that God wants us to live naturally. That is with no struggle and trouble. And by becoming sharers of God's divine nature, it will also afford us the innate ability to escape the corruption that is in this world through lust. I said the innate ability. He'll move the ability on the inside of you. Whereas it'll be innate. It'll be a part of you now. And so it's not like you got to work it up and struggle it and, and try to refigure it out and try to remember it. You'll just know what to do and you'll be able to do it. Without struggle, without trouble. That's because it'll not just be something that we try to do. It'll be in us to do it. It's our new nature to do it. And he didn't stop there because he said it'd be partakers of his divine nature. And since partakers also translates partners, then we won't be in this thing by ourselves. Trying to live it by ourselves. You got somebody in there that's going to help you. You got a partner. His name is Holy Ghost. He's living on the inside of you now. If you got a problem with your memory when pressure hit, he'll bring back to your remembrance everything that it is that was said to you. He'll talk to you. He'll be that little small, still voice that'll speak to you and remind you of what not to do and what to do so that he can remind you of who you are. 
and how it's supposed to be lived out by you. And he'll give you the ability. He'll give you his super to add to your natural so that you can now supernaturally do what you previously ever never could do. And you'll have an ability to do something that you couldn't previously do. Whereas your mind will think back to when you used to try it and it didn't work. But then and then and so that you won't try it no more. Because, you know, people got that elephant mentality when it comes to memory. They got the elephant mentality when it comes to memory. You know, elephants, right? Elephants, pachyderms, big, big fellas. You know, they, 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 got this, they got this memory that's different than everybody else's. They have a very strong memory. Very strong. In fact, it's so strong that it gets in the way of the life that they live too. In fact, Back a long time ago when they used to have the circuses. When they had them circuses. Remember those circuses? Praise God. Y'all didn't get a chance to go surfing. What kind of childhood y'all have? Praise God. So, anyway, they had these circuses a long time ago. Where they have elephants and stuff walking around and lion tamers and stuff like that. And there was real lions. Lions and tigers and bears. Oh, my. That's what we used to say when we see them. We'd be like tripping out, praise God. But anyway, I remember the elephants. They walked them big old elephants would be walking through, praise God. And you'd be like, dang, who can control that big sucker if you ever go and get to doing stuff? And I watched them. I'm a very observant type. You don't know me. I'm a detail-oriented person. And I, while everybody else was watching the next act, I'm looking at what you're going to do with these big elephants. And I'd watch them walk over the big elephant over in the elephant parking area over there in the side. And then they would put an elephant over there, and then they put this little bitty little rope around his ankle. And then they walk away from him. And I'm like, what's that supposed to do? Man, he could snatch that little rope out like it ain't nothing in the world. But then I studied it and found out about it, and I found out a very deep thing. It's the, it, they use its memory against itself. What they did is they used to, when they was really training the elephant, they took a big steel chain that he could not break and wrapped it around his ankle and attached it to something that he could not move but he would try and he'd remember that's his trunk by the way I'm not waving at you and so he get to pulling that that's what they do you got, you got to, I can't do that too many times I get dizzy praise God amen so they, just trust me, I did it again. I did it again. Praise God. And so, and so he keep trying and keep trying until eventually he remembers, I can't move it. He stops trying. From that point forward, they don't use that chain no more. They can use a little bitty rope. They can put a peg in the ground that he could just pull up like it wasn't nothing. And they put a rope attached to it, and then they put the rope around his foot, around his ankle. So as soon as he moves, he feels something on his ankle. As soon as he feels something on his ankle, he remembers, I couldn't move it. So he stops trying. And then they can use a little bitty little rope to hold him in bay from that point forward. Look at your neighbor and say, if that ain't you, I don't know who he is. <laughs> it's a, it's a, because some of you don't even try because you remember what happened before. And see, so your mind is set up in such a way where the moment we get ready to deal with something, you're going to remember what happened before. And you're going to remember what happened before. And then you're going to shut down right then. 
and you don't even you come out of faith, come in, step into fear, go into, into the fact that I can't, I can't, Pastor, I can't, I can't. You can do all things through Christ which strengthens you. But see, you got that problem in your mind. But the Holy Ghost will be there with you at that time to be able to remind you what his word said do. Encourage you and tell you to come on and let's do what he said do. And then you'll make a step. And then you'll pull that peg out the ground. And then you'll be a free elephant. Free again. Maybe I shouldn't sing it. Praise God. But but you'll be free, praise God. Glory to God. And then the devil will be scared because he couldn't stop you if he wanted to from that point forward. So God not only makes you a partaker as in a sharer, he also makes you a partaker as in a partner. This partnership between us and God, coupled with our being sharers of his divine nature, affords us the ability to escape the corruption that is in the world through lust. That word, word corruption means decay, that is ruin. Decay, that is ruin. You know, decay eats away causing whatever is corrupted by it to become less and less. Well, you've been walking through a corrupted world that's been corrupting you, corrupting your mentality and everything that God made you so that you become less and less than the way you were supposed to be, further and further away from the way that you originally were designed to be. But God said, I can stop the cycle of corruption that's happening to you too, and I can reverse it and I can restore you back to the person that you was always supposed to be doing what you're supposed to do. That's good news. Because before seeing and hearing the knowledge of God from the word of God, the decay caused by the corruption that is in this world ate away at us and the lives that we live, causing us and our lives to become less and less the way that God designed it to be. Less and less than the way it designed it to be. And how about this? Just because you got saved don't mean that it ended. Because the corruption is in your mind and the corruption is in your body. It's in your mind and it's in your body. When you got saved, you got saved. But you are a spirit that lives in a body that possesses a soul. So you got saved. You, spirit, has been recreated in the image and likeness of God, and there's no more corruption. In fact, you're sealed until the day of redemption to make sure you're never corrupted again. But yet you still have a soul that is not sealed, and you have a body that is not sealed at all. In fact, your body is in constant contact with this world, and your soul is, is too. Because you're constantly seeing things, hearing things, being reminded of things that this world is saying to you. So they can continue to put corruption back on the inside of you. That's why you can even be well trained, walk out of training on fire, and then walk through this world for a minute or two, and you are right back to the way you were before. Because your mind got re-corrupted again, and you think less than you used to. Before you had this level of faithfulness. Now you got this level of faithfulness and you're on your way to that level of faithfulness. And you don't even see it because the corruption does that. Even it corrupts your ability to see what you're supposed to see. And then not even want to hear what it is that's being shared with you. Somebody say, thank God for the word. Somebody say, thank God for the Holy Ghost. Now, if you're from the suburbs, it's the Holy Spirit. Praise God. Amen. I don't want to have nothing to do with them ghosts. Praise God. Okay. Well, Holy Spirit, praise God. But it's the same principle, same person, Holy Ghost, Holy Spirit. Praise God, same person. But this partnership between us and God, coupled with our being partakers of God's divine natures, affords us the ability to escape the corruption that is in this world through lust, the decay that it caused, and the ruin that it wants to bring you to. Because that's Satan's always his modus operandi. He wants to rule you and ruin you. He wants to do those two things. 
He wants to rule you and ruin you. Come not but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. And everything that he set up is designed, it has that decay in it that's designed to be able to do that. You'd be like a James Bond movie. Doom, 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 And somebody will hand you something and you'll pick it up, praise God, and you won't think nothing of it. And then all of a sudden, then the music will start, doom, 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 in the background. So as the music starts, you know you're in trouble. Praise God, amen. And then all of a sudden, then you see smoke come off of the thing that you heard it on, and all of a sudden you, Boom. Foam coming out your mouth, stuff like that. Like, dang, what happened? And then James Bond know to pick up a, a handkerchief and then pick it up and then they go examine it. You always have all the right tools at the right time. The watch he had turns into a, a microscope. Breath God. And then he slide and you know, tap some of it on the slide and then he put it up under the microphone. Microscope and he's like, this is oxycotton. <laughs> to the fifth element. And you're like, dang. <laughs> He's smart than a mug. He ain't that smart. He keep jumping in and out of them girls' beds. He don't know. Praise God. He ain't that smart. Praise God. But anyway, point I'm raising is, though, <laughs> point I'm raising is, is that sometimes you come in contact with it and don't even know it. And it starts this decaying process right away. That's why it's so important to guard your heart with all diligence. Guard your mind all the time so that you can then be able to be reminded of the fact of what God said to you. That's what the Holy Ghost will do for you. Because decaying eats away and causes us to be able to live less and less of the life that God intended us to do. And sometimes it eat away and we don't even notice it too. Verse 5. Verse 5 said, and beside this, you mean there's something else? Mm-hmm. And beside this, that phrase beside this means over and above this. Over and above this, or in addition to this, which means uh, in addition to becoming partakers of its divine nature through the knowledge that it is he shares with you. In addition to this, over and above this, it also means moreover, furthermore, furthermore, also, moreover, it indicates something additional to what has already been said. It implies that the additional is something particular, emphatic, and important. I mean, I said this, but now that I said this, this I'm saying emphatically. After you become partakers of his divine nature, God begins to start telling you things he wants you to add to that which happens when you, when you become partakers of his divine nature. To add to. Because once again, God knows what's missing in you. But he knows what needs to be in you. He knows what's missing in you. And he knows what be, needs to be in you. He knows what's going to be able to allow you to be successful in life, to be able to live the God kind of life that God has in store for you. So God says, add these to your faith. You already believe that you partake of my divine nature. You already believe that I would be willing to do this to you. Did you believe it? Yeah, I believed it. Do you believe it? Yeah, I believe it. Then add this. Moreover, do this too. Because if you believe that, do this. You believe that, add this too. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you're blessed with what the Word of God had to say. I hope that you've seen that there really are transformations and manifestations that God wants to bring into the lives of me and you. More importantly, I hope that you're becoming more willing to cooperate with God so that He can cause the transformations and manifestations to happen in the life of me and you. So come on, saints of God. Let's let God do what He wants to do in the lives of me and you. 
Let's let God bring to pass the transformations and manifestations that He has planned for me and you. If you want to get a message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after service. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed when you do, and we will too. We also invite all the sisters in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Blessed Woman of God Breakfast Fellowship this Saturday morning. It's an all-you-can-eat breakfast at the Brothers from Word of Faith, prepared for the Sisters of Word of Faith. That's the best breakfast in town. It's one of my sisters that you don't want to turn down. Then after we feed you naturally, we want to feed you spiritually too. With a powerful word from God, straight from heaven, just for the sisters. That's including you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 9.30 a.m. sharp and it ends at 12 noon. Don't be late, that's if you want to play. Child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation service is available for this too. Don't miss this awesome opportunity to allow the brothers from Word of Faith to treat you like the queen you are by preparing for you and serving you a breakfast fit for the role to you are. So come on through and bring a couple sisters with you when you do. You'll be so glad you did, and they will too. So come on through and let the brothers of Word of Faith be a blessing to you at the Blessed Women of God Breakfast Fellowship this Saturday morning at Word of Faith San Antonio. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow.